0: episode of Speaking of Nothing. Coming to you live from my living room. Um, yeah. It's been, we're not gonna, this isn't gonna be a a whole episode about being trapped inside because I think enough people are talking about that. I've got plenty of other things I'd like to talk about. Um, but yes, I am at home, of course. Um, just had a bowl of cereal. It it is two in the afternoon. I've been awake for two hours. Um, The one thing I will say about quarantine is that I dream a lot about it now. My dreams are based around it, Um, which is kind of frustrating. Um, You know, we're just living the whole day just with constant news about everything. I kind of wish I was having dreams About, you know, weird, normal dream stuff. You know? Like, flying on a magic pancake. I haven't had that dream. But I've been thinking about pancakes a lot lately. Um... (laughs) So anyway, it's about 2 o'clock. I had some breakfast. Because this is my life now. Uh, I'll probably do, I'm doing my radio show from home, so I'll probably do that uh, in an hour or so, whenever I finish this, I guess. Maybe I'll do it. Um, First thing I want to talk about, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast yet at all, but my new favorite TV show. It's called Dave. Now, I don't know how I missed this, but he's the main the main character and he also writes most of it and, and produces and, and and is the star of it. Uh, he's a rapper called little Dicky um, I feel like maybe I've heard I heard the name he's got some very popular songs he's got YouTube videos with you know I don't know a billion views. I think one of them has a billion views I don't know um, but I'm just learning about this guy now and I'm absolutely obsessed. Uh, the show's called Dave, it's on FX, it's also a part of Hulu, so it comes on Hulu the next day. Uh, there's only, like, I'm about to finish the eighth episode of the season, I don't know how far they're gonna go, um, but I was excited because I did see that I'm not the only one watching this. Um, he's, like, breaking records, it's like, he's getting four million people watching per episode or something insane like that, um, which... You might not think four million's a ton, but to get four million people to do anything is pretty incredible, uh, especially to watch your TV show. Um, but it's incredible. It's basically about like him trying to become a rapper, and uh, Andrew Santino plays his roommate, best friend, manager guy. Uh, if you don't know Andrew Santino, he's incredible. Uh, stand-up comic uh, who's very funny. I actually learned about him... Through a different TV show uh, called "I'm Dying Up Here," which was also really good, but it got canceled after two seasons. Uh, Jim Carrey was a producer. It's kind of about like stand-up comedy in like the '60s and '70s, and and what it was like working at the comedy store back then. Um, Andrew Santino is one of the main uh, stars in that movie uh, or in that or in that TV show, and he's great in it. He's such a good actor, uh, and it's kind, it gets serious at times in that show. Um So, oh, my air conditioning just went off. Hopefully you can't hear that. Um, but anyway, Andrew Santino's in it. And then Taco from Odd Future uh, plays another main character. They actually gave him his own episode a few weeks ago, which was also really good. Um, but, yeah, it's called Dave. It's on FX. It's just, first of all... Uh, Dave is just little Dicky. I don't know what to call him. Little Dicky. Um, he's just such an interesting person. He he, he absolutely reminds me of like this generation. Like he's like the, he's like a, a a Larry David who raps. Does that make sense? If you know who Larry David is, it's like it's like you're watching. He's created a version of Curb, only it's with rappers. He is he's so odd in in his the way he thinks and and views things and the way he speaks is just he's very much an original person. Um, again, the only person I can compare him to is Larry David. And I think that's a compliment. And Larry David's another person that, you know, there's not a lot of people like Larry David. I think it's why he's so successful and 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 so funny and, and why people love his show and anyway we all need TV shows to watch right now. Uh, Dave on FX on Hulu. Watch it. It's incredible. It's absolutely my favorite show right now. Um, it's getting compared to Atlanta, which seems strange, but I get it because it's just like, oh, it's a show about rappers, whatever. Atlanta's like also kind of a show about a rapper, but not at all. If you ever watched Atlanta, watch Atlanta. It's also incredible, um, but it's just really, really great, and it's so funny, and it's so well-written. It's like almost, it's like frustrating. It's so good. Every scene, every conversation, they just nail it. He, they, literally, they literally just nail certain situations perfectly. It's a very well-done show. So, if you need a TV show to watch, I, I definitely recommend that. And then, of course, Atlanta too. I'm not going to give you like a list of stuff. Arnold, could you stop? Hey, I don't. I don't know what is going on with my dog. First of all, you think you love your dog, and then you spend six weeks at home, and you you love him a little less. <laughs> I don't mean I, that. Sounds horrible. I just mean. You know, you're I'd be gone sometimes, you know, for hours at a time. I'd go to work for five, six hours. You come home, you just, you love seeing your dog, how excited he gets that you're home. Now we're just, I'm, there's like, there's nothing. It's just, we're together all the time. And these little things he does annoy the shit out of me. (laughs) Now, I did Google it. He's been licking the carpet a lot. So, of course, I Google it, and one of the first things is, well he could be having stomach aches, and some dogs will lick things to try and, uh, I don't know, uh, make themselves throw up, or, you know, it's like some dogs will eat grass. And okay, Arnold does have some weird stomach things. His, his stomach makes weird growling noises a lot. Uh, one time it was his stomach was growling so loud that I pulled out my phone and fi- just filmed him, and you could hear the gargle so clearly. I just started sending it to people. It's like, does anyone else's dog's stomach do this? It was absolutely insane. So, okay. But, and he's doing it right now. I'm watching him. Buddy, stop licking the carpet. Now, you might think, okay, well, maybe he's got stomach problems. You should have that looked at. I already know he's got stomach problems. We've already been to the vet. He's just got a sensitive stomach. So, yes, maybe he is licking the carpet because his stomach ups- stomach's upset. And I shouldn't get mad at him. But he's also just kind of dumb. And I love him for it. And I think he's just licking the carpet because... When he eats, he goes to his food bowl... And pulls out a bunch of food. And then dumps it on the carpet. And then eats them piece by piece. So I think what really is happening is he's going to all of his favorite spots on the carpet... That have like food crumbs. And he's just like eating leftover food crumbs. And... It's driving me insane. (laughs) So anyway, I love. He's look. He walked. He's his. He's resting his head on my knee right now, like a goddamn sweetheart. And I love this guy, but oh my god, give me some space, brother. It's like I'll just go sit in my room and close the door, and he'll just sleep on the couch because I need my alone time. It's gotten to that. (laughs) It's gotten to the point where. I need alone time from my dog. Anyway. What was I talking about? Uh, Dave FX, solid show. Watch that. Um, Another thing that I would just like to rant about for a little while is another Hulu presentation. Um, It's a documentary about Scott Peterson and the trial of Scott Peterson. Um, I'm sure if you're around my age or even a little bit younger, you probably remember seeing on the news um, all of the coverage of Scott Peterson and his wife, Lacey Peterson, going missing. Uh, She was like nine months pregnant. uh, And the whole country just immediately was like, oh, that fucking guy killed her. The husband killed her, 100%. And I'll be honest, I was too. I remember seeing it on the news and, you know... There's so much I want to talk about about this. The first thing is just how the news covers things. I mean, the news is fucking biased. It 100% is. You don't get... I mean, look, y- you think about it. Of course, they they only do a 30-minute news show, and maybe an hour or whatever. Um, you can't focus... You can't give all the details. But the way they report stuff sometimes, it's like they just already are convicting this, the guy or anybody but a specifically Scott Peterson if you watch the news and I don't even want to into because uh, Nancy Grace was another person who was a giant part of this case and I don't even want to get into how terrible of a person she is if you have any idea who she is you probably know how fucking awful that woman is and how she clearly just despises men <laughs> and when she gets to latch on to something and look I'm with you. I know what you're thinking right now. For the most part, when a woman goes missing, or she gets killed, it's the boyfriend. It's the husband. I get it. Numbers, facts don't lie. The majority of the time, it's someone close to them that kills them. I get it. But, the the beauty of what they've made you think this country is is that you're, you're innocent until proven guilty which is just not true and we're going to get into all this fun stuff but and I've talked about this before without, about other documentaries it's scary when you watch these first of all <laughs> I don't think anybody should be put on trial until we make a documentary about whatever it is that's it I know it will take forever, and there's already too many documentaries, but if, if, if there's just so, I'll explain. So, I've got like a little timeline here. We're going to go through some stuff. And again, you should watch it. I don't want to spoil things, because it's a, it's a very well done documentary, and I would love for whoever's listening to this to watch it, and then hit me up on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, if you have my phone number, text me, call me. Zoom chat me, Skype me, Google chat me, whatever the fuck you could do. Write me a letter. I mean, I think the post office is closing. I saw that on the internet. <laughs> so get those letters in before that just doesn't exist anymore. And let me know what you think. Because all I'm just basically now talking into a microphone alone in my apartment about it. And, you know, I had a conversation... With, uh, I, I told my dad to watch it. He watched it. He had a good conversation about it. It's pretty interesting. Um, and then, you know, again, the animal that shall not be named, because he's finally chilling, um, but uh, and still licking the carpet. <laughs> but I'd like to know what people think. Okay, so let me just give you what I think. So, first off, Lacey Peterson goes missing. Uh, they live in Modesto, California, which in the beginning of the documentary, they make you seem like is this like cookie cutter beautiful safe you don't lock we don't lock our doors neighborhood, which is not true it's fucking meth capital and sketchy capital of the world, maybe not the world, but Modesto's fucking creepy um, and not as safe as they made it seem in the beginning okay, so Lacey Peterson goes missing. Um, Scott Peterson uh, has an alibi, or at least the alibi he gives was that, oh, well, I couldn't have killed her. I saw her in the morning and then I left to go fishing. I was fishing when she got murdered. It couldn't have been me. I've got a receipt. He he shows the police a receipt. I got a receipt from from the, the bay. I was at the... I, you, gotta, you gotta pay to park your car and your boat to unload, whatever, before you, you, you shoot out into the bay to go fishing. Here's my receipt. This is where I was. It couldn't have been me. The police interview him. Uh, you know, ask him all the typical questions. What's the relationship like with your wife? Were you guys fighting? Are you happy? Blah, blah, blah. And his, you know, uh, he goes, ah, we're happy. We're in love. We're married. we just got married, we're having a kid relationship's great okay next month goes, you know, month goes by we find out he had a girlfriend <laughs> he, was, he was sleeping with someone else so okay, maybe you don't want to tell the police you're cheating on your wife who's now missing I get that but it looks worse now just tell the cop Look, yes, I'm cheating on my wife, but I didn't kill her. People cheat on their their significant others probably every day. One of you, statistically, one of you listening right now has been cheated or cheated on, and I'm making up that statistic, but it's true. (laughs) Just because you cheat doesn't make you a fucking murderer. It just doesn't. It makes you shitty. You're not a good person. You should re-evalu- reevaluate some things. Maybe stop hurting other people. Just break up with them. Why? Who cheats? Just break up. Just end it. Just look them in the eye and, and, and hurt them. <laughs> do it that way. You don't have to cheat on them and then look them in the eye and hurt them twice. Just do it once. Anyway, we find out he has a girlfriend. Bummer. Not, does not look good. We find out he's calling his girlfriend at, like, the memorial for his missing, probably dead wife. They start recording phone calls. That doesn't look good. That doesn't look good. Still doesn't make you a murderer. Just makes you look like more of a piece of shit. To me. To some people, you look like you fucking murdered her. You look like you murdered your pregnant wife. So, look, there's so much to this. And again, I can't, I'm not just going to go over the entire documentary. But I just want to give you some fun facts to think about to maybe tease you into watching it. Because it's, it's great. And it's, I know it's weird to be like, oh, that whole documentary about that dead pregnant woman was great oh so good but look these are the things that entertain us now i'm just a part of it Uh, also let's try and not let me forget but i have a genius idea based around killer serial killers we're going to get into that in a little bit quick tease for you um all right so they eventually find uh lacey peterson's body they find it all right they find the baby, too. Sorry. She was pregnant when she got murdered. <clears throat> this is the, the world we live in. Hold on. <clears throat> All right. Sorry. Um, they find the body. They find the baby. Washed up in the bay. Where did it wash up? Right where Scott Peterson said he was fishing. Like, literally the same spot. So... Is he the dumbest fucking murderer on planet Earth? Or does he have the worst luck of all time? Why? Why would... you? Adm- Your alibi is also the place where you dump the body? That doesn't make sense. And I'm skipping things. Again, I want you to watch it. But these are just... These are the things that stuck out to me. <clears throat> so, at this point, you're like... Oh, he did that shit. He did that shit. If you weren't already against him with the girlfriend thing and t- and calling her during his dead wife's memorial. Literally they're like lighting candles and he's like dialing his flip phone to talk to his girlfriend. <clears throat> if you weren't if you were if you were still on his side somehow. Well, his alibi is where they found the body. So that's not great. Not great. Um, let's see. What happens after that? Well, there's just, there's things, there's things. And, and I've talked about this before. The jury sucked. The jury absolutely sucked. You know, th- it's so strange how the judge could just let things that that are, that seem crucial to the case just not be allowed to be presented. And I don't know how that works, what they base that off of, but okay, so here's this. They find, yes, they find her, her dead body. Also, by the way, she's missing her head, her hands, and her feet. Baby's fully intact. I don't know how that works. They find her, her, her torso, okay? Um, in the bay, in the bay, in San Francisco. Okay. Um, Where was I going with this? Oh, okay. So they don't present all the—they don't allow all the evidence to be presented. So basically, the 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 people defending Scott Peterson were saying, "Hey, we went and bought the exact boat that he took out fishing that day. That he supposedly had his dead, pregnant wife wrapped up in a tarp in." you know took the boat out into the bay and dumped her body that's that's their theory cuz by the way the police investigated the home they searched for any sort of a struggle or blood or or anything anything that would show that a murder took place in their house because that was the theory he killed her he he smothered her with a tarp in the house wrapped her up in the tarp threw her in his boat went to the to the bay drove the boat out into the into the bay and then dumped her body. Right? That seems relatively simple. You should be able to get away with that. No but no 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 evidence whatsoever of a struggle, of a murder weapon, or anything. So they the defense gets a boat, they build what would represent? I believe they said Scott Lacey Peterson weighed like around 150 pounds. So they take like they get like a like a like a like a fake bot like a body. You know what I mean? Like a, like a dummy that weighs a hundred pounds. So not even lighter, which should be easier. They take this hundred-pound dummy body out into the bay, wrap it up in a tarp. From what they assumed. He also made these cement anchors that he tied to her. And they try and recreate it. Can't be done. Absolutely cannot be done. The boat capsizes every time. The guy trying to recreate what they assumed Scott Peterson did almost drowned twice just trying to do it. Couldn't do it. Now, of course, you go, well, Rob, maybe that's not how he did it. Of course. Maybe he went to a shallow part of the bay dumped her there or at least got her out of the boat and then dragged her deep into the bay and then just threw the anchors out I've thought about this a lot there's a lot of ways he could have done it but again the simplest and probably the easiest way and the the, the way you would kind of think to just if you just one day decided to murder your wife way of doing it would be a, would be that way <clears throat> and it just didn't work. So I don't know. And then there's all these other theories. Um, right around the same time she went missing, there was the house right across the street from her was being robbed. So there's theories that the guys who robbed that house um, were coming out of the house, and she was walking the dog, and sh- and they saw her see them robbing the house. So they fucking threw her in the van with them, and were like, no witnesses. You're done. Then there's also another theory that, like this, like satanic meth group, fucking kidnapped her and cut her limbs off, cut her head off, and threw and then threw her in the bay. Um, And that theory is based on the fact that they found another pregnant woman also in the bay with the same thing missing: her head missing, her hands missing, her legs, her feet missing. So it's it's just it's fucking wild you know, I watched the entire thing in one six-hour period or whatever it is, and I would say cha- I changed my mind probably three times. I've come to the conclusion that it, I, I, look, juries suck. The fact that I'm allowed to be on a jury, the fact that, I, I, that, the, that the government just sends you a letter in the mail, and they're like, we'll let fucking Steve handle this one is insane. I don't don't think I should ever be allowed to be on a jury. I'm not smart. I'm not smart enough for that. I mean, just from watching this documentary, I changed my mind nine times. And the only thing I could really say, at least from what I think, is, yeah, he probably did it. Because that's usually how it happens. Usually it's the husband, usually it's the boyfriend. He was cheating on her. He barely had any emotion when she was missing. <clears throat> the jury sucked, though. The jury was so bad. And I believe currently right now they're trying to get a retrial, which would be interesting. I would follow that if they, if they got that. Um, you know, there was a woman on the jury who clearly was just out to, just wanted to convict him. Didn't, no, the evidence was going to do Nothing. She, nothing was changing her mind. She lied to get on the jury because she wanted to just go after this dude. And this isn't me being like, we need to protect men because that's not what's happening here. Again, I think he did it just because what the fuck else could have happened? A satanic meth group chopped her limbs off? I don't know. Of course anything's possible, but maybe the guy who showed zero emotion... Uh, oh, here's another quick little fun fact, and then I'll save the rest for the documentary for you to watch it. But a week before his wife went missing, he's talking on the phone to his girlfriend that he's cheating on his wife with. And he tells her that this is the first year he celebrated Christmas alone because his wife went missing. He just happens to mention, oh yeah, my wife went missing, or she's she left, or something, Something to the effect of she went missing. And then a week later, she gets kidnapped and fucking thrown in the bay. So, it doesn't look great for old Scotty P. <laughs> That's what you call him eventually. You watch... Once you finish the documentary, it's... Scotty P... Uh, killed Lacey P. I don't know. Watch the documentary. It's on Hulu. I don't know. There's Actually, there's two... I didn't watch the second one. Um, the one that I want you to watch is called, uh, shit. Um, oh God, what is it called? I, 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 I There's all kinds of stuff too that you could read online, just about it. Um, let me do a Google here. Lacey Peterson. Hulu. Nope, not Huku. Hulu. Um, okay. It's called The Murder of Lacey Peterson. <laughs> You'd think I would have remembered that. But there's another one where it's called, like, The Trial of Scott Peterson. I haven't watched that one, so who knows. But the one I watched is called The Murder of Lacey Peterson. It's on Hulu. And... Uh, ooh, there's a, apparently a... There's a Reddit. I'm going to look at that later. Anyway, check that out. If you need to get your mind off of the fact that the whole world is in pure chaos, watch a fun murder documentary. Uh, That also reminds me. um, I came up with a really fun restaurant idea. (laughs) Based kind of around watching this, this Scott Peterson stuff. There's a photographer... I don't know his name off the top of my head. But I did post about this on Twitter and and Instagram, and I tagged him in that stuff, so go look at that stuff. Or just Google what I'm about to talk about, and you'll find him. But there is this photographer who basically collected all of the uh, meals that serial killers requested um, for their last meal when they were put on death row. What made me think of this, again, is, by the way uh scott peterson who of course could be innocent probably not but could be was sentenced to death he is on death row right now they threw all the books at him um so anyway there's a photographer he basically went through and um found out what the meals were um that th- what, what were the last meals that a lot of these serial killers ate and uh, there's a few good ones I posted about a couple of them um, and they looked good some of them looked really fucking good and it kind of just you know wheels started turning and I go you know what would be an interesting restaurant a restaurant where all they serve are meals that cel- serial killers ate before they were killed. And of course, the restaurant would be called Your Last Meal. Now, sounds maybe a little morbid, I understand that. It's a strange concept, but I don't know, I think it'd be a hit. And if you see some of these dishes, first of all, John Wayne Gacy, his last meal, pretty solid, pretty solid. He went with fried chicken, fried shrimp, french fries, and strawberries and it looks phenomenal I'm not gonna lie to you I would eat the shit out of that um, Ted Bundy didn't want any sort of specific meal so they have just the traditional last meal that they give to anybody if they don't want to pick their own and that one looks fucking good it's like a giant steak with three fried eggs toast Hash browns with butter and jelly, glass of orange juice, and a I'd, and a glass of milk. I'd skip the milk, <clears throat> but it looks fucking phenomenal. And then here's a fun one, for dessert, you get the Timothy McVeigh, um, who, if you don't know, was the Oakley, uh, Oakley, <laughs> Oklahoma City bomber. Uh, he just went with uh, two pints of ice cream. I forget what kind of ice cream it was. peppermint is that ice cream? I don't like ice cream. We've talked about this. I don't know the flavors. peppermint uh, spear spearmint's gum that's not ice cream. Uh, I don't know. so anyway, um yeah, if you wanna if you're looking to invest when the world is somewhat normal again, hit me up. I'm thinking, you know. Investing in a restaurant Might be kind of cheap right now I don't know Is that how this works We're about to enter a Great Depression Land is probably not that expensive Uh, Let's start this restaurant And again Go on YouTube Not YouTube uh, Google All the other meals Because It's interesting Maybe it's not interesting I think it's interesting I don't know um, but yeah, check it out. Uh, this photographer, he, he did a, he did a ton of them and they're just cool photos and, you know, well, I don't know what everyone likes serial killers I'm trying to get in on the serial killer podcasting market. Now I'm just going to watch murder documentaries and talk about them and then try and come up with a restaurant theme <laughs> to go with the documentary. Um, what else? What else? Is there anything else I want to talk about? It's been a while since I've done one of these. Um, if you missed the last episode, check that one out too. Uh, it's my interview that I did with Mark Norman last year. Um, he was supposed to be in town a couple of weeks from now and was going to come back on the podcast. I don't know. We, I, I talked to him a little bit and we were discussing maybe doing one over the phone, but I don't know. I'd rather just wait until he comes back to town. If and when that ever happens. We shall see, but we're going to avoid all of those fun things. Um, <laughs> okay, here's something so stupid. I, I literally was laying in bed at like 2 in the morning last night, and this thought popped into my head, and I wrote it down, because I was like, I should at least mention it on the podcast, right? Okay, so way last year. If you're new, you may have not even caught any of those episodes, because they're not up anymore, but... There was a chunk of of episodes, and I think I'm going to start filtering some of them back in. I'm going to go through and find some of my favorites. Um, But I used to do a lot of podcasts with uh, Casey. Some of you remember Casey. And then our friend Kyle would also join us every once in a while. And I believe one time me and Kyle did an episode by ourselves, and the conversation came up about farting in front of your significant other and how he didn't do it. Him and his girlfriend just had never... They'd been together for years. They lived together. But they had never farted in front of each other. Now, that blew my mind. Um, You know, that's just not something I ever really even thought about. Of course, in the beginning, it's weird. You're not like... You're not on your first date with, with some girl. Just fucking ripping ass in front of people. I get that. But I've lived with girlfriends before. The second... We pay the bills together. I'm, n- I'm not holding anything back. i just like, this is my house. You live, we just, it, that's just, you live in this now. This is the new normal. You gotta, this comes with the, with the deal. This is part of the deal. But he wouldn't do it. So basically, my thought was, and I'll just read the note. Um, oh, and there's another thing I want to talk about to really quick. But uh, in my notes section... For <laughs> new solo podcast my note I wrote is couples who don't fart around each other now together 24-7? <laughs> that's it, that was my note to remind me to say what do you think's going on right now? not Kyle specifically, although I, I do want to text him now and see how that's going but these couples, I know, look I'm not, I'm not trying to do the hacky Everyone's already talked about it. Oh, divorce rates going through the roof. Yeah, I would get it. People are, people are going to get divorced because they're, they're, they, they didn't realize that they only loved their significant other uh, when they had, only had to see them for four to six hours a day. That's got to be a tough thing to realize. I mean, I'm annoyed with my dog just from licking the carpet. He can't even speak and he's bugging the shit out of me. I couldn't imagine being trapped inside an apartment, a studio apartment, I don't even, does not matter? A a five bedroom house with somebody that, you know, you're slowly every day, you're just realizing, oh my God, I don't like 90% of this person. (laughs) That's just, I, I mean, look, I'm sure some of you are going through that. That sounds awful. But maybe you shouldn't have forced your girlfriend to move in with you. Maybe you shouldn't uh, pressured your boyfriend to ask you to move in with him. I think we're all realizing a lot of things right now. And one of them is that you hate <laughs> your husband or wife. And uh, you're also probably, are you hiding the farts now? Because <laughs> this is really all I care about. I'm sorry if, if your relationship is crumbling right now. And everything you based your life on is, is a sham. But what are you doing about the farts? Are you... Are you if, you're, if you're in a house, you could go in the backyard, I guess, or whatever. Just be like, oh, I'm going to check the mail again. But I don't know. What are you doing? How's that work? Do you give in? Is it making the relationship stronger? Maybe I'm looking at this the wrong way. Maybe you guys are growing closer. Maybe... It, all it took was that first, that first little toot <laughs> after dinner on the couch, and she just looks into your eyes and she goes, "I knew I made the right choice." <laughs> These solos are gonna get so much weirder, people. I promise. If you're if you're if you're listening to this right now, going, "I think we should check on Rob." First of all, you're not wrong. <laughs> I did smoke a little bit of weed before I did this, so maybe that's why. I don't know. I'm am fine. <laughs> They're just gonna get weird. I mean, it was they were they were kind of weird before, because it was just me sitting in a room alone, talking to myself. I mean, we're about to hit 40 minutes of me just alone in a room speaking. But they're going to get weird. I don't know how many of these I'm going to do. <laughs> it's, I've been inside for a very long time. And this is the first one I think I'm doing. We did a couple with Dom. You can tell Dom's already like, I don't even, he doesn't even want to do that anymore. <laughs> and I'm basing, basing that off of nothing. I'm sure if I texted him and said, you want to do a podcast, he'd do one. But um, they're, these are going to get weird. And I appreciate you listening and we'll probably... Oh, one last really quick thing. Uh, John Krasinski from The Office. He started doing this thing on YouTube once a week called Some Good News, SGN. I've posted about it. I'm sure you guys have seen it too. But um, if you just need like a little bit of good news for whatever's going on in your life, it's definitely worth it. You, if you need a good cry... He's got you covered. They're only like 15 minutes, and they're, they're definitely emotional. But he's funny. He makes it funny. And, uh, you know, he's doing some really cool stuff for a lot of cool people. And yeah, if you just need something to brighten up the day a little bit, in between your murder mysteries... <laughs> murder mysteries? Oh man, I saw Unsolved Mysteries it's on Amazon too. <laughs> I will admit though I, I did see it the other night I saw that the old the original Unsolved Mysteries was on there and I immediately just started having flashbacks to when I was a kid, when I was a kid and it would, that show would scare the shit out of me I don't know if I was just like looking for a rush but I would watch it and fucking hate every second of it <laughs> and I will admit I, I, it was like a, a week ago at like midnight I was looking for something to watch on TV And I found it, the original Unsolved Mysteries, and I was like, it is too dark and too late at night for me to even start that shit. I'm a grown man who is terrified, terrified of Unsolved Mysteries. Okay. (laughs) That is enough sharing for today. Um, Of course, the podcast, still sponsored by Paradise Adult Boutique, they are not open right now. (laughs) It is very much a bummer. Um, But they still continued to to support the podcast um, while being closed. So look, if we're able to figure this shit out and he reopens, we're storming that place and we're buying everything he has. Okay? Please. If it's possible, at any point, uh, follow him on Twitter for more details, at ParadiseAdultAZ on Twitter. Um, I'm sure he'll be posting more information. You know, a lot of these places that aren't considered a normal business don't get the same tax breaks that everybody else does. You know, our our, our lovely uh, vice president there, Mike Pence, not a fan of sexuality or or exploring it whatsoever. Um, I, I didn't he like talk about how he he doesn't hang out with other women because he's married or some crazy bullshit like that. He sucks. And there's a good chance that Paradise Adult Boutique doesn't get the same tax breaks as everybody else and the same relief benefits through the government just because he sells stuff you shove in your butt. And it's just not fair. So, please support Paradise Adult Boutique. Um, And then, I don't know, wash your hands. Text your friends. Make sure everyone's doing okay. Um... I woke up in a terrible mood this morning. If I would have had a few texts from some people saying, you know, seeing how I'm doing, it probably would have made me feel a little better. I'm fine now. You know, we pushed through, but check in on your friends. Uh, Call your parents, see how they're doing. Um, Ooh, another quick little shout out, Um, which reminds me, I'm gonna do this today. Um, I also posted this on Twitter. But I want to thank and support Walgreens. (laughs) They don't need my support. They don't need my promotion. But Walgreens. um, If you're going to shop at a Walgreens, hit up the one, support the one on 16th Street in Thomas. Because they're absolutely fucking incredible. Um, There was an issue with getting a medication delivered to my mother. And... I called the pharmacy, and the pharmacist was no help. Probably a young kid, didn't know really didn't know what he was doing. I'm not going to blame him, but he was not helpful. Um, it took every power inside of me to not yell at him or hang up on him. But times are tough. We're all stressed. What I did was I said, okay, thank you for, for nothing. Goodbye. And then I called back, and I spoke to a manager at the store of Walgreens, explaining that my mother you know, is in the demographic of people that really shouldn't be interacting. You know, if she gets sick, it, it, would, it would probably not go well for her. And the medication she needs is a medication that, that, that she can't miss a day on. So I explained that there, Walgreens does a delivery service. But what's fucked up is that for them to get you in the system... You have to physically swipe your card the first time to set up delivery, which, okay, fine. In a normal world, whatever. Still seems stupid. I mean, I could literally just put a credit card in my phone and somebody could deliver me a six-foot sub. I understand it's not the same thing as medication, but look, we're all human beings. I'm on the phone. The medication I'm, I'm, I'm asking for isn't something you could crush up and snort and have a fucking party with. (sighs) Sorry. Oh, man, that looks like that came up loud. I'm sorry if that's loud. I tried moving the mic away. But anyway, I called back to the store manager and spoke to the store manager of the Walgreens. I I politely explained the situation and that we needed it to be delivered, um, that she was running low on the medication and and blah, blah, blah. And not only did this woman tell me that she was going to take care of it, but she took care of it herself. This woman, and, and look, I already called like corporate Walgreens and told them what happened and explained to them that they need, this woman needs something. She needs a raise, she needs a promotion. You guys, you know, get her a bonus. She went to the pharmacy, explained the situation, got my mom's medication, called my mom, And then got my mom's address and then she got in her own car and she drove and dropped off the medication to my mother. So, shout out Walgreens. Um, Again, I've already contacted everybody that I feel like I should have to make sure she gets the recognition that she deserves. But I'm going to call back today and see if she's working. And I'm going to buy her lunch for today and maybe the rest of the week. I don't know. I'm going to do something nice for her. Um, Because I couldn't believe she did that. Um, And, you know, she didn't have to do that. And it's nice when people do nice things. I didn't ask her. I wasn't like, look, all I was trying to do was figure out the delivery service through the Walgreens pharmacy. And she was just like, no, 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 no. Don't even worry about it. Just give me the info. I'll drive. I'll bring it to her. Just t- and luckily, my mom doesn't live too far from the store, so that helps too. But anyway, my throat hurts. I have no water. Uh, we're almost at 50 minutes. Uh, this is insane. <coughs> oh, that doesn't sound good. Woohoo! Okay. I'm going to go take my temperature and wash my hands. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, thanks for supporting the podcast. I hope you're doing okay out there. I know things are weird, but uh, I, 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 I will only hope... That you're all doing okay. And, uh, look, if you're sitting next to your girlfriend, if you're sitting next to your wife, your husband, your boyfriend right now, maybe just let out a fart. See what happens. (laughs) Okay, goodbye.